I'm not the one who's so far away when I feel the snake bite enter my veins. Never did I wanna be here again, and I don't remember why I came. Collie the motion man. Seven seconds. Wilson. Pressure. Wilson hit. Wilson short. Boise State does it again! Unbelievable. Uh, unfortunately, in, in Boise, there's too many mistakes to be made where you couldn't just come away with the win. And uh, that's one thing that's really difficult, but we got to learn from it and progress. And... Hey listeners, Coog Dude here with another episode of Touchdown BYU. I'm going to be honest again and say that it's been another hard week here in the Cougar Den, but I was reflecting a lot after that big loss against Boise State and that failed final drive by Zach Wilson, and I was reminded of a quote by Stephen R. Covey that says, while we can't always control what happens to us, we can always choose how we react to life's challenges. And since that loss last Saturday, my week has sort of been a work in progress in trying to react to the challenges of this season in a positive way and to try to hang my head high and so I'm going to try to continue that into this episode and hopefully you guys as my listeners can help me to carry that on. I see a lot of you are logged in right now, quite a few of you and i uh, been getting a lot of messages asking when the lines are going to open up so let's go ahead and get started and I'll take your calls. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? Hey, Coop Dude, this is Randall. I, I just wanted to call and apologize. I, I acted up last weekend uh, when I called to say that I wanted to rip Kalani Sataki's head off. Oh, Randall, um, I, I remember the call very well. You're, you're always welcome back. Touchdown BYU is a podcast of second chances. Yeah, I, well, I just feel really, really bad. I said that I would actually coach the Cougs after yep. I beheaded him. I remember that. But, uh... I had to be a fill-in coach for my nephew's football game last weekend, and we and we got blown out. We got blown away, and and I've been pretty depressed ever since. And now that BYU losing to Boise State, it's I, I don't even feel like going on very much anymore with anything. So well, Randall, it, it takes honesty to come forward with an admission like that. I think many of us were thinking that we could at least figure out a better way for the Cougs than Kalani, but but he appears to be putting forth true effort. What do you think is the solution to yeah. all this? You know, I don't know. I, I've coached one game now, and I and I tried all these plays, which I uh, insulted his brain dead play calls when when indeed my play calls were brain dead. Yeah. And um, I, I need to just let him do his thing, you know. He's a, he's a fearless guy. He's not afraid to go for it. One day I think that might pay off if he just keeps doing what he's doing. Randall, I, I have to say that maybe we owe Kalani a little bit more of our time to see what happens. I, like you, have days and even moments during my good days when I'm not sure how to go on in a season like this. Yeah. And I think it just will be left to how things go this weekend against UMass. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping for a good turnout against UMass. Um, my nephew plays Kearns this week, and I think we're, he's just going to get his ass kicked. Because oh. I'm, I'm filling in again. Well, well, Randall, who knows? Maybe maybe you, like our Cougs, can stage a turnaround against Kearns, and, and I wish you the best of luck with that. Okay. Well, thanks, Coog, dude. Okay, thanks so much, Randall. You take care. All right, bye-bye. Yep, bye. 
You know, what a just tremendous example of humility from that caller and what a, what a great addition to this show and, and helping me carry on a, a spirit of positivity this season. Let's go ahead and take the next call. Yep, Cook Dude, who's calling? Hey, Cook Dude, this is Dixon Brown. Dixon. Calling from Reno. Calling from Reno, Nevada. Yeah, yeah, Nevada. Oh my gosh, the well, Reno, the biggest little city in America. What's on your mind, Dixon? Well, you know, I've been listening to, you know, you talked the last few weeks, Cook Dude, and I've been watching BYU every weekend and feeling a little down, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of have a couple theories for how, you know, maybe we could put BYU back on the map. Dixon, I'm I'm all ears, and I, I know, you know, I have the strong impression that A.D. Holmo listens to the podcast, and, and some chatter has even come my way indicating that Kalani listens to the podcast, so I'm sure they're all ears as well. What's on your mind? Yeah, well, w- what I'm seeing here in my mind and my mind's eye is a two-pronged approach bringing BYU football back to center stage in the state of Utah. Uh-huh. So, number one, BYU needs to offer much more generous compensation packages to their coaches. I hear you. I mean, Kalani needed to go to the boosters just to get a no-name offensive line coach from LSU, when in reality, we just need the church to give more money to the program. Now I know nobody wants to give any tithing, and I get it, okay? I get it. Sacred funds. But the solution is fast offering. Wow. Um... I mean... We take 2 3% out of the global fast offering fund each month, and that's plenty of money to really give us a good coaching staff. Dixon, I, I think... What do you think, Coop, dude? I, I think you are onto something, and that could be huge, and, and any additional funds could foster the paradigm shift in the program that we need. To bring in that top talent, that extra source of income would be crucial in being able to bring the program to the next level. Fast offerings, I, I think, could be a viable option, and, and I'm glad you've brought that up, and I hope some of our listenership in the corridors of power might be able to to take hold of that idea and see what possibilities may exist. Um, What's the other prong to your approach, Dixon? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to take up the whole show here, Coop Dude. I know you got a lot of people calling in with great ideas, but I think secondly, the head coach needs to be an active member of the church. And I understand that. And so honestly, what I'm thinking is we need to reactivate Mike Leach. Ah, the the pirate. He is a heck of a coach. Yep, yep. He runs the air raid offense. Yep. You know, we've we've had listeners in the past comment on Zach Wilson's just monster potential with a killer right arm. And I have to agree. And I think Mike Leach could be the type of person who could unleash that hidden potential in Zach Wilson. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know for sure, but my brother-in-law served his mission actually up in Pullman. Okay. And he actually heard that he goes to church once a month. Oh. He doesn't he doesn't do anything else, but he goes once a month. Oh my gosh. And so I think he's got something in there. Yeah. There's a burning in his bosom. No, I, I agree and, and I think that, that Mike Leach has that potential to come back and you know, as as a former member of the great Lavelle's coaching staff, there would be few people better to, you know, pick that torch back up if things with Kalani don't pan out and I'm not I'm not out calling for Kalani's head as others have in the past, but I think we need to start considering other options. Bless Kalani's soul, no offense to him. You know, Dixon, I, I want to thank you for calling in and, you know, just, just sharing some of these great ideas. If anything, Touchdown BYU, it's a place for, I think, the Coog intelligentsia to come together and sort of to put together real impactful plans for change. And, and I think you're helping to, to do that. And Dixon, I just want to thank you and um, wish you the best of luck watching our Cougs this weekend. Awesome. Thanks so much, Coog dude. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you later. 
Okay, again, another fantastic call. Let's go ahead and keep the ball rolling, and uh, next caller, please. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? Hey, this is Ryzan from American Fork. Ryzan, well, welcome to the program. Glad you're calling. What's on your mind this week? Yeah, you know, I've... uh... This whole season, I've been a little stressed out over, yeah. you know, the cues and their performance. Um, not ideal. Right. Not um, far from it. Yep. Yeah, especially just with previous game. Um, but, you know, Prop 2 came along, and I'm feeling good and relaxed about everything. Okay. Um, I, Ryzen, I, I have to admit, I, I don't follow politics too much. I, I don't vote. I, I, of course you know, watch most games on Saturdays, but I can't admit to being super involved with the legislative process. Could you remind uh, me and my listeners what Prop 2 is? Yeah, um, basically to pass um, the ability to smoke marijuana legally. Um, Okay. Um, And that's... All all I'm saying is I'm going to be fine. Um... Okay, and so if, if you get what I'm saying, I don't S- smoke smoking uh, weed. So, so I'm feeling better after smoking a little bit. Okay, okay, Ryzen, thank, thank you very much um, for calling in, and and yep, go Cougs. All right. All righty. Well, definitely not what I was expecting, but let's just go ahead and keep things going, and hopefully shift gears here. So I'll take the next call. Yep, Coog Dude, who's calling? Hey, uh, this is Aaron from Boise, Idaho. Aaron, well, welcome to the show. Um, can't say I love having Boise on the mind right now after that loss last week, but I guess we'll keep you on the line. Why the heck not? What's on your mind? Yeah, I know, and and uh, I get that it sounds like we might be on opposite teams and all, but, you know, I'm from Boise, yet I graduated from the Y, and so I'm, I'm more of a Y fan than the Broncos. Oh, great. So, you know, and, and I've just been really disappointed just in the saints here in, in in boise yeah you know what i mean just just thinking about how zion is everywhere i'm just i'm disappointed that the saints here weren't praying hard enough for our cougars to pull out a win yeah i have to agree with you and and what do you think it would take to sort of turn around a fan base of saints in favor of the broncos and and sort of turn them on to supporting the cougs in the future you know just thinking about the wickedness that has happened here in Boise in the past. They, they sent up Elder Oaks as part of the Boise rescue. Yep. And, I mean, I think it was wildly successful when he came. And so, I mean, I, I mean, at this point, I would say let's have a Boise rescue round two. Now that he's, you know, he's president of Oaks, like, I think that would be really helpful. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And, you know, in the past, Bronco, he was well known for his firesides. And, and I think the Saints in Boise, they, they might be able to benefit from a visit from Kalani. Um, even though he's not the most beloved in the Coog family right now, he still does have that special spirit about him. And I think he he could soften some hearts in a Boise rescue part duh. And, and I just have to thank you for, for putting forth that idea. This has been a podcast episode of fantastic ideas from the Coog fan base and and yeah thanks so much and your outlook for the UMass game this Saturday what is it you know I just I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to cast all of my fears aside you know obviously last year we didn't do so hot 
and and honestly, all of my faith is in, in Tanner Mangum. Oh. I think he has he has a, a cannon of an arm more so than that Zach Wilson. I really appreciated that comment from from last week of on the on the resume who has thrown more hail marys and more games, and that is Tanner Mangum. And at the last ditch effort, when we're down, you got to put in our boy Tanner. I agree, and and you know hindsight is twenty twenty, and I think had we put him in, we could have seen sparks fly there on the Smurf turf, and it was hard to see that decision not be called. But but I can't do Jeff Grimes's job for him. I can only assess things as I see them. Yeah. It's just a, a group effort of our prayers and our faith and the coaching staff. And sometimes it just doesn't seem like they're tuning into the spirit of Lavelle. Yeah, you know? I hope that that spirit of Lavelle is, is present this weekend when we're facing the Minutemen. And, and I'm hoping for the best for our Cougs. And listen, I want to thank you for calling in. And I'll just bid you farewell by, you know, the traditional Go Cougs. All right. Thank you. Sure, of course. You take care. Well, listeners, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this week's episode. Big week coming up for our Cougs, traveling all the way to Massachusetts to take on the UMass Minutemen in Gillette Stadium right in Foxborough. I'm hoping that Tom Brady has left a little bit of his magic on the field for Zach Wilson to take things to the next level for the Cougs and hopefully pull out a win. I think our Cougs can really be on the up and up, and I think we could be eligible for a big bowl game with a good win over UMass. Listeners, I want to thank you again for your support, and I'm feeling great things coming down the road for us as fans, and especially for our boys, as they struggle to make this season a meaningful one. Once again, from the Cougar Den, this is the Coog Dude, signing off.